8 to 10 p.m. The Viewpoint with Asraf Gada. The Viewpoint with Asraf Gada. Well, there you are. Such interesting insights around leadership and the political parties and education and the type of jobs that we are doing right now and the type of jobs we are being trained for and the type of discussions we're having as, as families in terms of our role. Very, very important indeed uh, with myself and uh, Sibu Gule. We'll have a podcast of that tomorrow morning, 9 o'clock. Check it out as always, safm.co.za uh, as you'll pick up a whole lot of other podcasts on that website as well. Let's move on to another very, very important issue. And this issue was, well, I'm not too sure who, who sparked it off. Is it the mayor of Johannesburg or is it the trader who's selling meat? The bottom line is the there was a trader selling meat in the streets of the city of Johannesburg, and I mean more in the city as opposed to the suburbs or the townships, and maybe that word township may just carry some important weight in our discussion just now. And the mayor, just uh, that's her mayor, Mashaba, just happened to have been you know, doing his rounds in the city, and, and he saw this, and he tweeted, and this is what he said, I have just, and he's tweeted pictures of this trader uh, selling the meat, but transporting the meats in what appeared to be the the type of um, uh, conveyances you would find in, in supermarkets, right? But he's got the meat, he's got a cow, he's got the head of a cow, and he's walking down the road. And uh, Mayor, Shaba, Mayor uh, Herman Shaba tweeting, saying, I've just personally stopped this illegal or illegal act in our city. How do we allow meat trading like this? I'm waiting for the Ask the Chief, uh, JMPD, that's the Twitter handle of them, to come out and attend before we experience a breakdown of unknown diseases in our city. So that's the one thing he said. There was uh, there were many people who responded very positively to him to say, well, that's right, because uh, health with, with issues of meat, it poses a serious health risk, and it does suggest almost a breakdown of what's acceptable in a, in a city, and we'd call it a world-class African city. There was also the, the pushback from others to say, are you not aware of the fact that we have such unemployment in our country, there's such serious joblessness. Here's a person who's creating employment for himself or, or, or on behalf of others. He's making things happen. He's trying to make things happen, and you want to now stop this act and push this guy to the unemployed, and you're being insensitive to a range of issues. Uh, in a later tweet, the, the the mayor of Johannesburg, Herbert Mashaba, then also made reference to that these meats, um, raw meats in the, in the city, could well spark off um, Ebola. And today, he and that of course uh, created further uproar from people saying he's you know he's being xenophobic and uh, there's a lack of concern for for foreign nationals in our country, as has been accused of a lot of times. Today he's come out and he's apologized on two on one front. He's apologized for using the word Ebola. Uh, and he said, I apologize most sincerely to our residents for my comments relating to the meat also presenting a potential risk of an Ebola outbreak. Okay. I also apologize for what has appeared to be insensitivity towards the plight of informal traders in our city attempting to earn a living. With the benefit of hindsight, I can appreciate how my comments offended people with its insensitivity. Um, it was not... It was never my intention for the comments to be construed as an attack on any person or group. Informal traders are our foreign residents. I'm not making a mistake, and when I err, 
I'm not above making a mistake, sorry. And when I err, uh, I'm willing to humble myself and apologize unreservedly to our resonance. It's a very long article. I'm not going to read that whole letter. But he did say he's not apologizing, in fact, for for stopping the person. He's still concerned about that. I should tell you that we tried to get hold of the mayor to come on the air today to get a bigger picture on this, but uh, he hasn't responded, unfortunately. We do have Tebocho Ditsecho, who's the group CEO of uh, Ditsecho Investment Group and Ditsecho Media. Uh, Tebocho, good chatting to you as always. It's been a while. Hello. Thanks for having me, Ashraf. Thank you, indeed. And we'll be joined, uh, I think we do have her on the line as well. Uh, yes, we do, Professor Priscilla Reddy, the Director of uh, Public Health at the Human Sciences Research Council. That's the HSRC. Professor Reddy, appreciate your time. Hello. Good evening, and thanks for the invitation. Thank you. Cheboka, you were one of the people, very quickly, who, who, who tweeted uh, in response to that tweet with the pictures by the city of Johannesburg's Mayor Herman Mishaba. What, what did you tweet? What, what was your immediate response? Well, I was firstly um, surprised that this was um, one of the uh, things that he prioritized for his day, um, that he would take an informal trader and try to um, arrest the person. Um, my suggestion to him was that instead of arresting this individual, how about correcting um, the behavior? How about looking at the initiative that has been taken and and understanding that with our unemployment rate and our poverty rate, um, perhaps um, we should take the energy that has been shown here and develop into something that's more positive. Um, And and so that that was my um, objection to the whole thing. Um, He may not have... um, been conducting himself um, in the way that most formal businesses that have a lot of capital do conduct themselves. Um, And that is perhaps because they don't have the expertise of running a business. And so this um, does not necessarily mean that you should lock people up, but maybe you should uh, take this and and, uh, harness this energy that has been shown in a positive direction. Okay, so so your concern, but but there's two parts of the concern here. Your concern is, what, do you understand that that it, was he arrested? Was that person arrested and prevented from trading again, or simply prevented from trading? He was arrested. Um, citizens arrested by the mayor, and they found that he was an undocumented individual. Um, so you know he he was taken off the streets, um, and all of the his meat was confiscated. Um, and I think that perhaps it could have been handled a bit differently. Okay, let's just recap. Differently, how differently, keeping in mind, and, and we need to understand this, how significant is it that a person has this trolley with, with meat, uh, effectively a chopped head of a cow, uh, walking the streets and, and selling it, but still doing just that? Uh, do you attach any significance to that? Well, I wouldn't even um, approach it individually. So if I see that there's an issue generally in how informal ch- informal traders are dealing with food, um, I would I would have a collective approach and not deal with it on a one-on-one basis. So I try to find out um, why is it that they are not meeting the standards and how can we as a city help them to meet these health standards. Okay, then lastly, coming out of that, uh, the mayor has apologized today. What is what, what are your thoughts on the apology? Um, I think uh, it's a very important thing for him to apologize. 
um, even though it's not like a full apology, you know, for everything, um, he doesn't regret the entire incident. Um, and perhaps that's because he hasn't been totally sensitive, you know, to how other people have felt about the, the, the issue. And I think that, um, um, with all of these people, including the people who uh, we call Abu Makhereva, who um, are selling uh, things like metal um, things and trying to recycle them that mm. you see on the roads, I think these are, are the kinds of people who have shown initiative and we should look for ways you know, to formalize what they're doing so that um, they do not have to have these kinds of you know, conditions that they have in order for them to survive. I think it's highly possible to take people who are selling fruits on the corner of the streets, people who are Abu Makhereva, people like the guy who is walking around with um, cow heads um, uh, that are uncovered to, to create cooperatives, you know, out of this and, and, to, and to create retail shops, new retail shops that can be opened, you know, and, and create more jobs for the people. All right, let me, let me just put you on pause there. I want to bring in Professor Priscilla Reddy, Director of Public Health at the Human Sciences Research Council. So thank you for your time, Professor Reddy. What, what do you make of, and I'm specifically directing to, to the health issues around the fact that there's, there's meat, there's exposed meat on the streets of the city. Is that a big enough concern for anybody, in this case, the mayor making a citizen's arrest saying, it's not acceptable, there could well be this could well spark off an, an outbreak of a disease? Well, the, 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 this is a tricky one, um, Ashraf, and clearly there are serious political con- connotations in the context uh, that South Africa finds itself and the context that uh, either the individual finds itself or the population finds itself. And um, I understand entirely and agree to an extent with what the previous speaker has said. However, as a public health person or a public health official, you know, public health comes first in a sense. Um, there are informal traders all over the world, from Mexico City to New York to Joburg. You know, there are informal traders everywhere. Um, and there's poverty in many, many cities across the world, in rich countries and poor countries. Having said all of that, I think first and foremost comes individual health and public health because an outbreak is what it is. It's an outbreak. And if there's, you know, some form of infection, and I'm not going to name any infections mm, here, mm, mm. and perhaps the mayor, you know, made a mistake by using Ebola, but I can see where he's coming from and what he was trying to do. And in a sense, look, it's put it on the agenda. It's brought it out of the closet. You know, there have to be several infrastructural issues, et cetera, sorted out. But, you know, uncovered meat, um, infection is a major, major, major issue. Um, and in the context of we have so much drug resistance, you can see the issues of wanting to eke out a living when it's difficult. But, you know, eking out a living by selling metal is very different to selling mm, meat mm, to mm, other people who are going to eat it and possibly spread disease 
in different ways. So, so for the but record... in particular is yeah. a very, very tricky one. It's not like selling, selling cabbages or potatoes. Okay, so, so for the record, and I think you, you're quite clear, you don't want to specify what type of disease because that could spark a whole lot of other speculation, but you are saying to the question, uh, having meat exposed in the streets, walking around, selling it in the hot sun is... Uh, dangerous. That's, that's put, dangerous. Is dangerous and it does put at yeah. risk potential disease. That's what you're saying, right? Yes, that's okay. what I'm saying. So yeah. in that case, the, the mayor is not wrong, according to you, on that point only. On that point, the mayor is not wrong at all. And, you know, I think in a sense, at the risk of being criticized, he probably acted responsibly and out of good intentions. You okay. Know. Um, I would have felt equally uncomfortable and I would have felt uncomfortable from a public health and disease spread perspective from an epidemic perspective okay more to come that's why we call this feature the big picture we try and get the big picture of a story that surfaced in johannesburg over the last couple of days uh sparked off a by you know either the person selling the meat or the mayor of johannesburg taking a stand and a big uproar but of an apology around that but what have we learned out of that more from uh, our guests professor priscilla reddy and uh and maybe you if you wish to join the conversation and give me your viewpoint oh eight nine one one oh four two oh seven well let me hear it the moment you've been waiting for is finally here Shibobo, Zamaya, show me your number, the saves, the goals, and the drama. The Telcom Knockout 2018 edition is back on your screen, SABC One, and your favorite SABC radio station. It will go down to the final two teams. Brought to you by SABC Sport, for the love of the game. For every bit of news, be confident that SABC News will bring you all sides of the story straight from the source. In South Africa, most of the black skills development can only be accessed through SOEs. We should be open-minded about inviting either equity partners or closure of some business activities, restart if needs be. So the prime culprit at the moment, why we cannot fix ESCOM, is because we're trying to avoid dealing with our energy policy. Stay tuned and informed. SABC News, independent and impartial. Catch summer on three this festive season with the Mzansi Super League T20 exclusively to the SABC3 stage. Don't miss exciting giveaways during this time. You can win tickets to the games, even a VIP box experience and one gigabyte free data up for grabs for each game. One lucky fan stands the chance to win the ultimate prize of a 48-inch LED TV at the end of the MSL T20. Watch out for competition details on your screen or visit our social media pages for all the information. Don't miss the Mzansi Super League T20 between 16 November to 16 December with six competing teams fighting it out in 32 matches. Make sure you visit the SABC3 website and social media pages to find all the match fixtures and times. Catch summer on 3. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 106.6 FM in King Williamstown.
Trying to get the big picture of a very, very important issue, I would think, where the mayor of the city of Johannesburg, Mayor Herman Mashaba, and unfortunately he's, he's not wanting to talk because I'd, I'd like to, he certainly tweeted, so he's, he's effectively publicly made a statement via social media, via pushing out an apology, but it's got sparked off when he saw a person selling meat who then turns out to be a foreign national and an illegal, you know, alien in this case here, doesn't have documentation, but selling meat, I mean, that was the first thing. He effected a citizen's arrest, took the meats away and then tweeted about it and he sparked off for outrage in terms of why would he stop him, but the converse to that is the, the essence of what the mayor is saying, that it's effectively downright dangerous it's 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 a health hazard is that the case you've certainly heard the words of professor priscilla reddy who suggests that is certainly the case anyway we'll get to callers uh nathaniel imzwaki and sepudi i want to hear your thoughts in just a moment uh Tebocho Ditsecho is the ceo of Ditsecho media Tebocho, you, you've heard professor reddy now now here's the thought i mean there are there are social issues there are political issues uh there are health issues you know wh- where does the health issue fit on the barometer of of sensitivities if it's if it is a health risk it's a health risk isn't it well look um we can say that uh, the people who are selling metal um are causing safety issues for cars that are driving on the road but you don't see people arresting um the people who are tra- transporting you know those goods for recycling and because it's it's also um not not practical if you also look at um, the the shacks. Let's say, for an example, you you release a study that says that um, the majority of people who are um, uh, you know stealing things in a certain community are from a specific informal settlement. Does it mean you're going to go there and chase everybody away because they don't own that land? Is that humane? Or are you going to find um, alternative accommodation for these people, um, you know, in order to ensure that they are able to, you know, have a roof over their head? So, so for me, um, going one by one to each person who maybe is in a township and is not meeting the health requirements um, and, and shutting them down does not solve the problem. And it is not practical. The mayor cannot be going around shutting down businesses. He has other things that he should be doing. You know, he should be coming up with strategies to say that we have this problem, you know, and it's causing these kinds of challenges. And and how do we resolve it holistically? Not this one-by-one issue where you go to individual, you know, businesses and start to arrest people. I think it's a very lazy approach, and I don't think it's very strategic. Mm-hmm. So I think he should be thinking strategically. We don't have, we don't accept, you know, this kind of chess playing from a mayor where we accept, we expect strategic and 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 this okay. long-term thinking from a mayor. All right, just just pause on that one, Professor Professor Priscilla Reddy. Just so Deboffer certainly not questioning the the health issue. He's saying. The mayor, having seen this, would have known that it's not isolated, but he needed to go to the source of that and, and handle it strategically. Do you think he may have erred on that part? Um, I, I, I completely agree and understand what the, the previous speaker is saying as well. But at the same time, I think the, perhaps the issue of the arrest was, um, can be dealt with. And I'm not going to go into that, and that could have been done dealt with differently. But in my opinion, in my public health opinion, uh, selling XO, whether you a foreign national, a local person, whoever, age, irrespective, exposed meat in sunshine 
has a, is a potential public health risk. And I think, yes, it should have been dealt with differently, and perhaps there should already be infrastructure uh, in place to deal with this differently. But, you know, you, you, if something is going to cause public harm, um, it has to be removed. You know, you, you just can't, you, you, you won't be able to, sp- to stop the spread once mm, it mm. started. So how it was done and the detail of that can be debated. But the issue is here. This is a public health risk. And, and that's where your concern is, right? Jibbuk, I want to get my gonna... concern is. Yeah. And that risk has to be removed. How it's removed is questionable. Um, how it should be dealt with is questionable. And yes, there are very different ways to deal with it. But a risk is a risk, and, the, and, and it's a severe risk. You know, it's, it's not a minor risk. It's, it's you know, if, if, that, if that meat was contaminated and got sold and people ate it, then there'll be an outcry of why this is happening. The point is it's human health. It's human life. Human life has to be protected at all costs, irrespective of age, gender, poverty, whatever you, you, whatever you want to call it. And if it means removing uh, meat from the street and... Um, and we are knowledgeable, you know. Um, it's like seeing somebody being beaten up and you're just going past it. You know, it's a similar thing. It's, and the, and the argument that it's been happening before, why didn't anybody else do something about it before you think doesn't hold? Pardon? The argument that if it's been happening before and it just so happened the mayor hasn't seen it before, uh, does that argument not hold to say, well, why don't you go to source and don't get involved yourself? You know, there's always a start. You know, um, and you know you have to start somewhere, and it's 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 started. It's put the topic on the table. Um, there's all this discussion. That for me, it's a little bit sad in a sense that we're focusing, and I, but I can see why people are focusing on the on the mayor perhaps not being strategic and all of the arguments that we've just heard. Um, the focus should be why is exposed meat falling into people's hands. You know, why is this kind of, of uh, you know, meat with blood all over the place falling into our streets? There should be, you know, we, sh- we know it's happening. And as the previous speaker said, other infrastructure should be set up. To- Okay, we've just lost uh, Professor Reddy for a moment. Let's uh, let's get back. Uh, I'm going to pick up the caller. Just be patient with me. Teboko, let's just get back to you on this one here. So, I mean, you've heard what... D- d- does anything that Professor Reddy says, does it, does, it, does it get you to rethink your own thoughts on this? Teboko, we... I think we've just lost those callers. Okay, uh, we'll, we'll connect with both of them and those callers we may have lost. Uh, please call back right away. We will take your calls ASAP. We absolutely will do just that. I think we we do have Salo on the line. Now, let me see if I can connect with uh, with Salo while we get Teboko back on the line. Salo, hi, you're on the air. Shaks, thanks for taking my call. Pleasure. Look, uh, it seems like when someone's trying to do um something better or good for the people is always a get bashing from people like Tebuho. He doesn't consider the effect of that Ashraf. But there's some facts that the professor is is telling us there. Mashaba was being uh, criticized for saying we have too many undocumented people in, 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 in Joburg. Now today 
Minister of, of, of Health, he is comparing with Mashawa. No one is talking about that. So, Ashraf, Mashawa, what he did, it, it cannot be, um, it must not be isolated and then and, 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 and just like they've been criticized and then that's it because it's, it's a been politician or what. No, there's a health risk. The professor is telling us, so it was good for Mashawa. Whether he acted um, um, not professional or so, it was needed to be done. And the example that they were still talking about that, uh, what about the people who um selling the, the, the metals? If a truck that is selling the metals, uh, those things fell on the, on the road, you have the right to uh, uh, to claim from that company because they did not uh, uh, cover their metal professionally. So mm, that's mm, hold water for me. Ashraf. Okay, got that. Thank you for that. A very interesting call. Love the diversity of opinions that we that we having here. Safudi on the line uh, from Ranfontein is always good chatting to you. Hello, Ashraf. Evening and your guest. Evening. You're putting the West Rand on the map. You know that. Go ahead. As always, you know. We shouldn't conflate issues here. We're not talking metals. We're talking what we are ingesting. And there is always the first time. And the mayor is right. This is what's done in the U.S. Broken window policy. Somebody does something, you deal it with it on the spot. You nip it in the bud. And that Viserho shouldn't come here and say the mayor is lazy. He's the one who's lazy because the mayor took the initiative even into you. Okay, got that, Sifudi. Let's take one more call, then I'll go back to Teboko. Uh, Mzwake from Soweto, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Thanks for calling. Go ahead. Uh, well, Ashraf, I can say this is too prompt. Uh, we are a developing country whereby people are still doing things informally. Now it's an open market, free trade, but at the same time, there's a health implication of the whole picture. Now, I want to remind people that uh, in Europe, when Europe's cities were still developing, there was black death because of contagious, mm, you know, mm, uh, mm. Uh, 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 sickness, uh, uh, like we would say bacteria in our terms, you know. So now we, we cannot... At the same time, kill the initiative that uh, your, your previous guest said that the people have got energy to want to do something. Yes, that you cannot do. But also, the risk of health is, is, is involved in the whole thing. You can imagine if you have to deal with an epidemic that was uh, 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 inf- inf- infected by through meat, raw meat, more especially as we know mm, that yeah. raw meat is more contagious in terms of bacterial stuff than cooked meat. And hence why we cook our meat, you know, to limit uh, uh, infections. So now what about raw meat, you know? And people, they've got the tendency of in the cities, as, as I must say, as a developing state, in the cities, people, they break laws all really, really, really. I, I'm not saying that and everything has been battered with, with, with politics, you know. We, we, we tend to lose reason. We always want to be politically correct. I mean, we must be realistic. If people can, contain, can, can have uh, uh, an epidemic that can be... You can imagine that in Wall Street, how busy and close mm-hmm. tight. And, and, yes. 
if an epidemic can come at one person, the entire city will be wiped out. You understand? Okay, got so that. that's my concern. All right, there we are. Thank you very much. Anybody, anybody, interesting in terms of the callers, effectively people saying the mayor's right, yet the mayor's apologized. So, yes, the irony then, why would he apologize? What sort of, uh, besides some of the pushback publicly, uh, I, I would think you don't just apologize without having some sort of consensus within your own organization um, and, and then say, hold it, I think we, we've been insensitive on certain points, which is exactly what uh, what Mayor Mishaba has said. Anyway, Nathaniel, I'll get to you. Okay, let me take your thoughts and I'll get uh, Deboko to answer as well. Uh, go ahead, Nathaniel. Hello. Um, hi, hi, hi. Hi. Uh, the fact is, number one, Johannesburg, world-class city, mm-hmm. has got health inspectors all over the show. What am I hinting at? This is a mere publicity stunt. Why am I saying that? Mayor Mashaba is a Johannesburg born and bred. Mm-hmm. Grew up, knew, went through this thing. This was merely uh, in the right frame of time. In, in, in what sense? Elections are around the corner. What would put me back on the public scene? No, let me pick up, uh, pick on uh, a, a, a small chap and come out as being a champion of, of health. It's not about health. It has nothing to do with health. It's actually a campaigning strategy that has actually okay. But, but let me let me interject. Let me let me interject. Hear my you. Yeah, no, okay. hear my side. Hear my side, please. Why am I saying that? Yeah. Listerosis broke out from a high-class factory, a high-class factory with all sorts of things in it, and listerosis broke out. It didn't break out from the street. It didn't break out from a small guy who's trying to make a living on the street. Mm-hmm. It was a high-class factory. Now, if the mayor is serious about health, why then didn't he go around on the factories where there is large scale that is going on in terms of health? You pick on a, a, a guy that has got nothing, no defense, no nothing. In other words, you are actually saying, without realizing it, you are saying your health system, your health inspectors who go around doing a job are actually not doing their job. Okay, can I... Can Mayor I... Mashaba has been in his position for more than two years. All right, years. thank you. It you... took him more than two years to see that. All right. No, you... guys, you... let's be honest. Okay, let's you've, be you've, honest. you've made... The mere publicity is done. All right, okay, you've made your point. Thank you so much for that. Uh, just just on the issue of electioneering, do, do you get a sense, and I'm, and I'm talking to all of us, that, that just about all the political parties, wherever they come from, there's lots of electioneering and, and point scoring on... In the media, in social media, wherever they may be, do you, do you get a sense that this may well be the case where he's, he's seen a wrong? But the fact he's in charge, uh, the other part of it, and you may disagree or agree, he has come out strongly on a whole range of other issues, including the issue of, of undocumented uh, uh, people living in South Africa. He's come out on the issue of these buildings that, are, uh, that have been hijacked and there's uh, issues around, um, around the greening of the city, etc., etc. Uh, and one final thought around that is, that in terms of the elections, he as the mayor doesn't contest the election itself. That's going to be done at a national level. Just making the point, not suggesting he's right. Having said all of that, Deboko Ditsecho, let's get back to you, the CEO of Ditsecho Media. Uh, so outside the last call, many people are concerned about, about the position that you've taken, Deboko. Yeah, yeah. So for me, um, the pursuit of the truth is much more important than a cheap popularity contest. Um, I think 
we should look at this specific individual and say, how far was he to um, complying with the rules and regulations? And you take his business and say, okay, so perhaps if he had maybe a cooler box that he could put it in and a plastic, um, that would have been enough, you know, for him to meet the regulations to sell those things on the streets. And I think that would have been the solution for that particular individual, as opposed to throwing somebody's father in prison, you know, because maybe they are a novice in business. Mm. And, and, and for me, in my, in my perspective, you know, I'm um, relatively successful in business, but I'm not going to judge someone who does not have the same opportunities as me and, and throw them in prison just because they don't have the resources or the know-how how to run a business. And, and so for me, I, I think, you know, that, the, that that should have been the question. And I do agree with your, your last caller, who is concerned with a lack of consistency when, when we deal with health issues. Um, when was the last time you've heard of a listeria outbreak due to, you know, food that has been sold on the streets or on the townships? Uh, but we've had this outbreak where there have been a report of cases which broke out. But when, where was the mayor at that particular instance? So if you are going to be a health champion, then you should be consistent. And I would prefer to see the mayor going in public and saying that I have eradicated poverty. I have eradicated checks. I've eradicated the situation of people begging on the streets as opposed to saying that I've eradicated the initiative that has been taken by people who are impoverished and trying to feed their families, throwing them in jail as opposed to teaching them how to conduct business properly. All right, Tebako, interesting thought there. And what confuses or complicates things uh, with regard to this discussion is the fact that the mayor is the mayor representing a a political party that is not uh, running the entire country. Now, my question question therefore to you and and you know you're being someone in communications uh that that many of those accusations about where were you when there were these shacks and where were you with these unemployed where were they when there were health issues could be actually uh put to to national government and and you'd find there's a fail mark across the board there well he wants to come across as a superhero um, at the expense of that person who is selling, you know, the unhygienic meat. Um, so if he wants to be a superhero, we want to see, you know, that character coming out when it comes to eradicating poverty. We can go to Rwanda. In Rwanda, if you are found that there are people who are begging on the corners of the streets and you are the mayor, you need to explain why is it that they are not being put into programs where they can start to earn a living. There should be no person begging on the side of the streets. And so I would have preferred to see the mayor perhaps saying that, you know, when I found this person, he was selling this meat, it was unhygienic, and we confiscated the meat. But what we did is we put him in a program to professionalize his business so that he can continue okay. to make but, a positive impact maybe, in society. Maybe that may happen. You have some SMSs. I think this was yeah. a gung-ho approach by the mayor. Uh, has he been to any dump site around? on Joburg and see how people are scavenging for rotten food. Uh, that's a question mark. This business is very pervasive in, in Joburg and all over the country, and there's never been an outbreak of diseases. The mayor seems to be very far removed from the realities of the poor people, from Jack in Alberton. Uh, then the, the roadside, the Chisanyamas, are also putting the consumer at risk from someone, and just says, Vodacom. Okay. Mac from Pumalanga, the
problem arises, where does this meat come from? How is it slaughtered and how prepared? How ripe is it for consumption? This could be roadkill being sold. Health issues exist in this case. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have arrested the man but confiscated the meat. This will lead to backyard slaughtering and will be uncontrolled. Mayor was right, huge health risk selling meat on streets. We rather stay unemployed than suffering from ailments like listeriosis and other unknown diseases. Health comes first from Daryl. Uh, Ashraf, where they take that meat from comes from Eric Motsamai. Uh, well, I also sell meat, and, I, and if I don't abide by the law, I will be fine. So if I abide by the law, everyone must abide. If I don't, how many people will be sick? Let's get back then uh, as we wrap up in the next two minutes with Professor Priscilla Reddy. So with all the things we've learned now, the, the important point about it is what it has put on the agenda is the issue of the selling of exposed meats on the on the streets of Johannesburg, in the townships, wherever they may be, right? What, what should then be done next? Because if it's a health problem, it continues to be a health problem tomorrow. And if the mayor uh, was gung-ho and he's apologized, the issue still remains, isn't it? What then should be happening next? I mean, what can national government and local and the Department of Health take from this to ensure that we don't have this type of situation and we all learn from it down the line? Um, well, it's not just the Department of Health. I think it's the Department of Agriculture, um, it's the regulatory bodies, and the Department of Health. Um, you know, there could be mass exposure. And yes, uh, I, I, I agree with the, uh, the other persons that spoke, that spoke about where the listeriosis uh, uh, outbreak happened, and it, it, it appears to have come from uh, the formal sector rather than the informal sector. But I think some health promotion interventions need to be taken, need to be put in place here. And those interventions need to be multisectoral because you need the commercial sector, the informal sector, the Department of Health, Social Development. The word program has been used. You know, this thing, this uh, selling, you know, and it's not just about exposed meat. It's about exposed food, contaminated food. This is a, this is a broader issue of food security, food safety. And yes, it has been happening in the country for a long time. And uh, perhaps I understand all the political issues, but from a public health perspective, because now the agenda, the agenda has been mainstreamed, and I think we need to talk about this more. And we look, we need to look at what interventions will work. And often these interventions can't necessarily come from the Department of Health or Agriculture mm-hmm. or Social Development. We actually have to have a bottom-up approach here. Okay. And so I well, don't know what the solution is, well, but, but I know that health is at risk. But your point population is... Population health is at risk. And your point has become mainstream. Teboko Ditseko, you got, you got 30 seconds to wrap up here. Of all the lessons learned now, so moving forward... What should we be doing? Keeping in mind, we're talking meats, we're talking health, and we're talking entrepreneurs trying to make ends meet. What should happen next? Well, we should accept that um, our country does have socioeconomic challenges, um, and perhaps we need to look at that in the context of how can we support you know, informal businesses to be formalized. I think that's a very important conversation because once we get to that point, then we will see you know, these health issues being dealt with and people being able to you know, make an honest living um, without jeopardizing the health of the public. And that's where we're going to leave it. It's been a fascinating discussion. That is why precisely we call this feature the big picture. You had a small picture before. It's a bigger picture now of a very complex issue. Thank you for your time. Together with Professor Priscilla Reddy, appreciate your input and all the people who've contributed 
on air via social media as well. Let's get to Josie Dark.